0: Good day, everyone, and thank you for joining us for this edition of the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show. Today, my special guest is Dr. Susan Shumsky, and we'll be talking about her newly released book, Prosperity Meditation, Everyday Practices to Create an Abundant Life. If you want to draw prosperity into your life, first abandon the idea that spiritual people must be poor. Prosperity Meditation can help you develop a new, fresh, optimistic, and empowering attitude about money. By using its methods, you can change your belief about prosperity and thereby draw greater wealth into your life on all levels, spiritual, emotional, mental, physical, material, environmental, and planetary. Dr. Susan Shumsky has dedicated her life to helping people take command of their lives in highly effective, powerful, positive ways. A pioneer in the human potential field, she has spent 50 years teaching thousands of people meditation, prayer, affirmation, and intuition. For more information, you can visit her website, which is
1: www.divinerevelation.org.
0: And with that, I'd like to welcome Susan to the Good Day, Susan. Well, good
1: day, Robert. I'm so glad to be here with you today.
0: Thank you, and I, it's a pleasure to have you, and, and boy, starting off the brand new year with prosperity meditation, but what, what could be better time? So,
1: Absolutely. Um,
0: yeah, so, you know, um, I mentioned a little bit in the introduction of, of your background, but would you mind sharing the, with the listeners a little bit more, because I mean, you have written many, many books, um, and so would you mind sharing that, just a little bit about your journey, and, and in particular, you know, uh, what kind of led you to, up to uh, prosperity meditation? Well, uh,
1: what led up to meditation, in general, was that I was... Uh, flower child in in the 20th century, way back in San Francisco (laughs) Bay Area, and those of us who were flower children, hippies, uh, we were seeking higher consciousness. We were looking for altered states of consciousness, and at that time, our gurus were Timothy Leary and Richard Alpert, who were telling us to turn on, tune in, and drop out. So that's what we were doing. We were making love, not war and you know, following all the slogans of the sixties. And uh we were really seeking sincerely though, seeking uh nirvana. We were looking for higher consciousness and we were told uh, by Leary and Alfred that we could get that through L S D. Uh that didn't work out too well. I have to <laughs> I can report to you firsthand. But in any case uh we did we did look for higher consciousness. So uh, I was reading books like the Buddhist scriptures, and I was reading Autobiography of a Yogi by Paramahansa Yogananda, and The Way of Zen by Alan Watts, and other works by Alan Watts. And he said that you have to find a meditation guide. Well, back uh, back then, you know, in the mid-20th century, we didn't exactly go to the yellow pages and look up meditation guides <laughs> or anything remotely similar to that. So... I asked a friend, how do you, how would I find this meditation guide? And he suggested, he said, well, have you ever tried to meditate on your own? I said, okay, well, I'll give it a shot. So I lay on my bed. That's how clueless I was, Robert. I didn't even know that you're supposed to sit up when you meditate. I lay on my bed and sort of prayed for or asked for a meditation. And immediately I was propelled into this ecstatic state. I could feel this cord or rush of energy rushing from the tips of my toes all the way to the top of my head. And I figured, well, I guess this is meditation. Uh Little did I know that not only did I have my first meditation experience, but also kundalini awakening all at the same time without any stimulants or drugs or anything. And not too long after that, I went to the Transcendental Meditation Center. A friend brought me there and and uh, really never looked back after that. I spent two decades in the ashrams, various ashrams of Maharishi Mahesh Yogi, who was the guru of the Beatles, and uh, just went from there.
0: Wow. Yeah, so obviously quite quite a bit of experience. And, and, you know, the, the... When you mentioned, you know, kind of laying down and not knowing, you know, the right way to meditate, I mean, and obviously you connected, so, you know, for people listening, you know, you can meditate really anywhere, correct? I mean.
1: Absolutely. In any situation, it is possible to meditate. You can meditate on the subway. You can meditate on a bus. You can meditate anywhere. Uh, As long as you can think a thought, you can meditate. And...
0: Meditation
1: is not difficult, it's, you don't need to have any skill or practice, you don't need to blank your mind, or you don't need to control your mind, nothing like that. Uh, the form of meditation that I teach, which is in the book, Prosperity Meditations, I teach guided meditation. Guided meditation is the easiest way for anyone to meditate because it's, I call it the do-nothing program. Do nothing, nothing, and less than nothing. So all you have to do is just follow the instructions on the page. That's it. And uh, I suggest that with regards to the meditations, uh, there are a lot of meditations in this book. There are other things in the book, too, but there are a lot of guided meditations in the book. And I suggest that when you come to the guided meditations, that you actually record those meditations onto a device in your own voice, and then sit down, down comfortably in a very comfortable position, uh, in a comfortable chair, and, and then turn on the replay, close your eyes, and your own voice then will guide you into meditation.
0: That is my favorite way to do it. To <laughs> put <laughs> it in my own voice. Uh, that, uh, because it's, I mean, it's, you know, it's passive, but then, um Hearing it in my own voice, it, I think, just adds to the, um, the strength, you know, of what it is that I want to do. Awesome. Yeah. So, um, as far as prosperity, so, in, in your book you talked, um, and we'll talk a little bit about it, but you broke, broke it down into particular parts, uh, thinking, good, health, love, planet, um, but can you, Um, Give us what you feel is the definition of prosperity.
1: Well, I'd like to really define a prosperity consciousness because prosperity consciousness is an intrinsic subconscious belief that you deserve to be wealthy and healthy and cared for and lavishly supplied and wildly passionately happy. So true abundance
0: is infinite joy and fullness, contentment, wholeness, and repletion. Okay, so with the um, in, in the the book, you you start you talk about um, you know unlimited thinking and um, you know unlimited good. So can you tell us a little bit about the idea of unlimited thinking? You know, and kind of what does that look like?
1: Well, unlimited thinking is just that you allow yourself to think out of the box. You allow yourself to think in creative ways, in ways that you perhaps never thought of before, coming up with ideas, solutions, creative uh, methods for you to become prosperous on every level, uh, to create an abundant life. Not just what's in your bank account, but an abundant life, physical, mental, spiritual, emotional, and health, wealth, happiness, relationships, uh, extending to the community and back even into the world, and having an effect on all levels of your individual life and uh, around the surroundings.
0: Yeah, yeah. you know, for. And I understand that now for some people, it's hard to um, ex- to go on beyond the box, you know. Um, you know, I've been, it's one of those things where um, sometimes if you ask people, what are your dreams, you know, I mean, there are people who know, you know, kind of really what their dreams are, you know, to see, and then some d- don't, you know, don't do, you know have those um, aspirations. So you know, with um, unlimited thinking, is there, uh like, maybe an, an exercise that someone can do to um, prep themselves, you know, that maybe to, to to start thinking outside the box? Because well, I think once you do that, then it becomes easier when you apply it to different scenarios. Well, yeah, we could do, right
1: now, we could do the unlimited thinking exercise. And so, because this is a podcast, and you, uh, you can listen to this later, uh, here we'll do the unlimited thinking, writing meditation exercise, and how you do that is that you take out a blank piece of paper and a pen or pencil, uh, not on your computer, uh, I prefer that you actually write this with your, you know, with your hand and with a pen, and then... What I'd like you to do is uh, use your imagination and write a detailed list of what you would do day by day if you had all of the following resources at your command and if it were impossible for you to fail. Okay, so if you had all these things, what would you do with your life? Not – How you spend your money? What would you do with your life? So here it is. If you had unlimited time, unlimited health, unlimited energy, unlimited optimism, unlimited happiness, self-confidence, self-empowerment, fulfillment, unlimited intelligence, spiritual awareness, unlimited likability, unlimited love, unlimited compassion and kindness, Unlimited resources, unlimited money, power, unlimited influence, unlimited success. And if you had unlimited, well-paid, happy, and devoted helpers, what would you do? So what I want you to do is to write that, make a list of that, and then if you're listening to this as a podcast, I'd like you to pause the pod, And after you're done writing your list, then come back to the podcast, and I'll explain to you what that means.
0: So now that
1: you've written your list, uh, I'd like you to look at your list and consider what you've written, because it might be the most important document you've ever written in your life. Because what it does is it gives you clues as to what your true purpose, your true mission, your true destiny is in this lifetime. It uncovers your deepest heartfelt desires, and in fact, this list is a blueprint
0: for a life of all
1: possibilities is the life that you could build. And it's not a fantasy. It's reality, and you can use your innate creative power to realize that. And even if some things on the list seem to be impossible, really the reality is anything is possible. We really have an unlimited life. We do have free will. We're creating our own destiny moment by moment. So what I suggest is that you just take one of the goals that's on your list and take one baby step in the direction of fulfilling it. And if you do that, you might find that you'll get support in doing that simply because it is your heartfelt desire. It's something that you, deep within your soul, want to manifest in your life. So nature might begin to support that, and you might encounter coincidences that are not so coincidental. And serendipitous meetings and happenings and miraculous surprises. So after you take that one baby step, continue to take more and more until every goal in your life is achieved, and that would really be a miraculous life.
0: Yeah, well, that's great. Um, now, and when you're talking about synchronicities, I actually, um, on Tuesday's show uh, this past week, I had uh, Peter Sterling, who's the harpist, on. Um, yeah. And uh I had been wanting um, uh, preparing for the show, I've been wanting to kinda of listen to his music, but I hadn't kind of gotten there yet. I did all the other preparations on the book. But um, uh while I was uh watching T V one day, something streaming, um it ended. I cut you know, went back to the television and it was on the default Soundscape station. And right there, beautiful music or Peter's music playing. and I thought, ah. Oh, this was great. I don't even have to go searching. It's, it's just right there. <laughs> and, um, yeah. So, I know. I, I just thought, you know, in, 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 you know whenever that happens, I, I just kind of smile and I say thank you because, you know, I kind of recognize that that was something to catch my attention. And, um, and I was sometimes, uh, it's clear I can have a getting through to me. So, I always say that, uh, yeah, thank you for that, and, you know, I appreciate it, and, you know, go ahead and bring me some more whenever you want, or whenever you're <laughs> so, Absolutely. Uh, Gratitude
1: yeah. attracts so, more.
0: Yes, yes, it, yes, it does. And, you know, and, uh, I mean, I think just, you know, the, the fact of giving, um, that moment its due, you know, is, um, you know, it's a way to, to, you know, get more of those or to recognize more.
1: Absolutely. If you're appreciative, more appreciation comes back.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you think about it, I mean, you know, if, if you're the kind of person who, you know, gives advice, you know, to someone who kind of asks for advice and, you know, they don't follow your advice, you know, you're kind of like, well, wait a minute, you know? Well, you know, now, I don't spirit. They're going to continue to try to do that. But the idea is, yeah, you know, I think, you know, is that, you know, like if you were to give advice and that person follows your advice and, and it'll work on this for them, then that, that's um, encouraging. So, you know, and that would encourage future advice. And that's <laughs> Absolutely. kind of how I look at, how I look at that. Um, now, there's, you know, been, you know, Back in the day, there was the, the talk of, of uh, the secret and the law of attraction. Uh, what's your feeling about, about that?
1: Well, the secret isn't such a secret, you know. It, it's just right. basically the, the teachings from the ancients, from uh, ancient scriptures. Uh, all the ancient scriptures tell us that we are creating our own destiny moment by moment, day by day, with every thought, every word, and every deed. For example, Buddha said in the very first verse of the first chapter of the Dhammapada, which is the most important Buddhist scripture, he says, All that we are is the result
0: of what we have
1: thought. That we're creating our destiny through every thought that we think. He also goes on to say in that verse, he says, uh, that we are creating our destiny through, not only through thoughts, but also through words. He says if a person thinks, uh, speaks or acts with a pure thought, then happiness follows him or her. If a person speaks or acts with an impure thought, then unhappiness follows him or her. So he's telling us that we are the creator of everything that happens to us. In fact, nothing ever happens to us. We only happen to ourselves. And then we are tracking into our life exactly what we put out into the universe. And uh, really it's the law of karma, law of cause and effect. And uh, Jesus said the same thing. He said we are not defiled by what we put into our mouth. We are defiled by what comes out of our mouth. So we mm. are really in charge of our destiny. Uh, we create it ourselves. So, that's really the basic idea of the secret and the law of attraction is that, you know, we have the power to create anything.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I, uh, one one of my books that I had um, that I thought called it was called It's No Secret Spirituality Bites <laughs> and Bites was, uh, you know, the acronym for my show and, and in it I just um, just kind of gave my opinion on, you know, certain aspects of spirituality and, and things I've learned from guests, you know, and, and, you know, I, and the reason I did it, it's no secret, I was the, the play on the secret, but the, the fact is, is that, you know, all of the, uh, spiritual principles or, or, or guidance, you know, it's already been there. It's already out there. You know, I mean, and, and it's you know, people have been following or not following, you know, for a century. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and you know, and I like the idea, the, the recognition, you know, of the, you know what you put out, you get, you know, and, and mm-hmm. it's more, um, it's more of an empowering actually kind of position, recognizing that you have the power to put out whatever you want. You know, to choose for that. Mhm. Yeah. Yes. Um. Yeah. Now, what what about the um idea of money, um, and and its value? You know, the good or or bad value of money. Can you talk a little bit about you know, kind of um, how our perspective of money. Um, influences our our actual our reality.
1: Well, um, yeah, I mean, our attitude about money that will determine how much we have, and and will determine how we use it. In fact, uh, Walter B. Rithin, who was the former CEO of Citibank, he once said, "Capital goes where it's welcome and stays where it's well treated." So what he's saying is that. If we welcome money into our lives, then we will have more of it. Also, if we respect it and we uh we like it, if we love money, then we will have money come to us. If we push money away by having a bad attitude towards money, you'll we'll never have prosperity, uh, at least material prosperity. We won't have money. Because we don't like it. <laughs> money money will yeah. go where it's liked. So the problem is that many yeah. spiritual people believe that they should be poor, and they also believe that, that wealthy people can't be spiritual. Which is really a preposterous idea. Uh the the fact is money is neither neither good nor bad. There's nothing evil about money. There's nothing Money is just a way to operate in the world. It's just an exchange of goods and services. It's really neither good nor bad. It simply is the way that we barter in this modern age. So to have the attitude that there's something evil about money is an erroneous attitude, basically.
0: Yeah, yeah, a lot. You know, a lot of people grew up with that. And I grew up with with that. Uh, you know, in, in the household. I mean, now I grew up in a household that didn't have it. <laughs> which is probably the reason why, you know, that, that belief was there. So, you know, so we kind of experienced, you know, that belief kind of. Um, but, you know, the I, I think the um, the value of you know the the good versus evil of value placement on money is, uh, I think that sometimes, you know, stops, it um, can, can be a barrier to, to achieving that prosperity.
1: It is um, a barrier because remember all yeah. that we are is the result of what we have thought. Remember what Buddha says and we have to realize that every thought, every word, every deed that's coming out of us is determining Our destiny. So, if you're going to go around saying, "Oh, I'm so poor. I'm so unhappy. I'm so tired. I'm so exhausted. I'm so uh, limited," you know, if we if we use these words "I am," which basically invokes the mighty "I am" presence, whenever you say those two words "I am," it's a good idea that after you say those words, that it be that the the next thing you say is something that you want to own. So you want to say things like, I am happy, I am joyous, I am fulfilled, I am abundant, I am loved, I am beautiful, I am prosperous, I am wildly happy. Uh, These kinds of things, uh, when spoken, will attract good into our life. And that's the theory and science of affirmation, affirmation, affirmative, the the use of words affirmatively in a positive way will attract into your life great good and great optimism. Uh, If you say a positive statement, it immediately lifts your vibration, it immediately transforms your energy.
0: And you are on a positive
1: track when, when you say something positive. Uh, If you would, for example, say, I love money and money, I love money and money loves me. It comes to me often and stays with me always. That would be a wonderful affirmation to help you attract wealth and abundance. Or even, even saying, I am wealthy. I am, I'm abundant.
0: yeah okay now i have a a question about that now when and i understand the use of i am and how i um, empowering that is now how does one reconcile um okay reconcile the i am like i am full of energy when Right now I know darn well <laughs> I don't have that energy. And you know what I mean? It, it, it's not it's not what I'm physically experiencing right at the moment. So now I understand that you know there's the idea of kind of
1: you know,
0: take it till you make it or basically say it till you believe it kind of of idea. But then there's also the um that subconscious, you know, um Maybe I won't say reality, but that's sometimes of thought. You know, I am, you know, while I am saying I am full of energy, my body, you know, isn't. So I'm. So I guess, it would, it, it, what's your feeling on saying I am when you're not really necessarily experiencing that in the reality of the moment, um, versus something like I am getting more energy every day or getting, you know, what I mean where. I don't deny that, you know, I'm full of energy. But I'm putting out there that that is what is where I'm working to. So in other words, I know that I'm going to be. But hey, I am getting more and more every day. So, so does that make any sense as far as my question?
1: Yeah, that makes sense. And if uh, if if it stretches your belief too much to say I am filled with divine energy. You could say, I am getting more and more energetic every day. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, Just don't use words like will. Don't use words like I will be happy later on. (laughs) I will be energetic. Don't say that. Because (laughs) if you use Um, the the future tense, then you'll never create it in the present. Never use the future tense when you're saying an affirmation or prayer is what I'm trying to say.
0: Great, great. But, but you can pose it in the I am like I'm getting more energy or I'm getting better. You know.
1: Yes, I'm getting better yeah. day by day. I'm improving uh, my you, I day by day. day.
0: Yeah. Okay. Great. Okay. Great. Thanks. Well, we're um, about halfway through the show, Susan. So I'm going to take just a quick break, um, and I do want to invite listeners if you would like to ask Susan any questions about our topic. Feel free to call in six one nine. Seven eight nine four three five nine, and if you're listening live in the chat room, feel free to pose your question there. Um, and then when we come back from break, Susan, I want to talk about, um a uh, vision scrapbook. What, what a vision scrapbook is and how we use one, okay?
1: Okay,
0: great. Everyone stay tuned, we'll be right back after this very brief break. Okay, everyone. Thank you for staying with us again today. My special guest is Dr. Susan Sumsky, and we are talking about her new book, Prosperity Meditation, Everyday Practices to Create an Abundant Life. And again, you can find out more about Susan and this book and her other books by visiting the website, www.divinerevelation.org. Okay, with that, we're back, Susan.
1: Yes, I'm...
0: I'm excited to be speaking with you today, Robert. Yes. Yeah. Thank you very much. And I appreciate uh, all of this um, wisdom for starting the new year. great. Uh, now, will you talk about um, the idea of using or creating um, a vision scrapbook? So can you tell us a little bit about what it is and how to use one?
1: Uh, Yes, I'd love to talk about vision scrapbooks. So the idea is that you get yourself a journal or a scrapbook, and then what you're going to do is you're going to create pages in that uh, scrapbook, and each page will be dealing with a different area of life. For example, one page might have to do with health, another one relationships, another career, another one money, Another one, uh, your home, uh, perhaps one about children or family. So each page in your scrapbook will deal with just one topic. And then what you would do is you'd go and rifle through magazines or go on the Internet and look for pictures that represent things that you want to manifest in your life in these different areas. So, for example, if you want a new home, then you would go to a magazine that specializes in homes, or you'd go on the Internet and look for a home that you want to print out, and then you would uh, cut that out and paste it in your scrapbook. And then you would also put some words, maybe you cut out some words from the magazine, or you might print them out from the computer, type out some words, and or affirmations, some small, some short affirmations that you would put. Uh, for example, my perfect home, um, I'm now living in my perfect home, whatever. Just certain affirmations that you would put into your scrapbook along with pictures. And if you want, you could also, uh, at the top of each page, you could put a representation of your higher power maybe a picture of a deity that you believe in and put that at the top of the page if you wish. And you could draw some rays coming from that higher power onto the thing you want to manifest that's on your page. And then what you do is you go through your scrapbook and you look at it every day and you speak the affirmations every day that are in your scrapbook. You say them audibly. And this helps you to focus in... On manifesting your dreams and desires, because when you look at the pictures and you say the affirmations, you're you're just reinforcing the goal that you're attempting to reach, and it helps to attract that uh, the manifestation of that into your life.
0: Wow! And I don't think the yeah, I mean you know we vision boards you know where people put up the board and, and kind of do uh you know that creating that vision um but i like the idea of a, a scrapbook with um different areas because I, I you know i think sometimes with a vision board things can get lost <laughs> I, I don't know that, that's my view is that um Things can get lost, but it also with the scrapbook. It sounds like you get the opportunity to make sure each of those areas of life get attention.
1: Yes, that's that's a very good way to put it, Robert. Because on a vision board, you might not be able to include everything you want, and then it might get a little bit jumbled or confusing because there's so much on the vision board.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I, I don't know about who is this, but I'm a you know, I can, I like to do things in increment, you know, you know, that way, you know, and, and for me, it, it helps, you know, with focus. And um yeah I like the idea just scrapbook. Yeah, it's great. So and
1: um, i I can tell you a little story about that. One time I created a vision scrapbook, and one of the pages on that scrapbook was a relationship page. So what I did is I cut out a picture of a guy that I was attracted to uh, that I found in the GQ magazine. You know, just some model in the GQ magazine. I was attracted to him, you know, just physically attracted. So I, I stuck his picture onto the vision board, and then I was looking at the vision scrapbook, I mean. So I was looking at the vision scrapbook every day and saying the affirmations, and I did that for a while, and then I actually – moved and I put the scrapbook away and packed it up and forgot about it. And then a few years after that, I unpacked that box and I I opened that scrapbook and I was completely gobsmacked. I was amazed when I look at that page because the picture of the guy from GQ magazine was like the spitting image of a guy that I had dated for about a year. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's pretty amazing. Wow. Uh, now, you dated for a year, so there was something changed <laughs> that maybe because you said physical attraction, but then, you know, um, there's a lot more to that relationship than just the physical, right? <laughs> yeah, I
1: wouldn't go into too much detail about, uh, about that, but the thing is uh-huh. The point of my story is that you're, it's amazing what you can create through a vision yeah. scrapbook. There's yeah. a guy it's named cool. he was There's a guy named Astheroff who was in the movie The Secret. He created a vision board about uh, a home that he wanted to live in. So he picked out of, out of the magazine. He cut out a picture of a house and he stuck it on his vision board. And same as me, you know, he packed it up later because he had moved and he forgot about it. And then he was, he moved into a new home. And his uh, three-year-old child said, well, what's in this box, Gabby? And he said, oh, well, let's unpack it and see what's in it. So they opened it up and they found the vision board. And he was stunned absolutely stunned when he looked at his vision board because the picture of the house on his vision board was not just a like the house that he moved into. It was the exact house that he had just moved into.
0: Wow. Yeah. That you can't beat <laughs> that. <laughs> I guess I what you want Really? Exactly. Um, so, now in your book, um, you have a book down to the five parts, Unlimited Thinking, Unlimited Good, Unlimited Health, Unlimited Love, and Unlimited planet. So, we've been talking a lot um, during the show about, you know, the unlimited thinking, um, you know, when it comes to prosperity In the unlimited good that's new. You, know, you cover career, home, automobile, uh, even bank account. So, you know, that's, you know, something that people can, if, if they're interested in the manifestation of a prosperous, you know, fill in the bank in and, and those areas they can do that. Now, you also talk about limited health, you know, and um, physical, mental, and spiritual health. Um, you know, in this particular time of, of the pandemic, Health is obviously um, very um, up there on people's minds or in awareness. But can you tell us a little bit about um, how that, you know, particular section um, can uh, help those who are, you know, currently struggling maybe with that um, prosperous physical health aspect? mm
1: mm-hmm. So uh, let's just do an affirmation then. Uh, because hmm. really mental health is the thing that we're dealing with more than anything else in the moment. Uh, obviously, people are getting sick as well from COVID, but let's hmm. talk about something that really is affecting all of us, which is mental health. So what I'd like to do is just let's, let's do an affirmation, and this is called healthy self-talk, and it goes like this. My mind is now cleansed of all limiting ideas, habits, and conditions. Thank you, God, for new, positive, powerful, creative ideas and visions. My mind is filled with gratitude for every precious moment. Thank you, God, for my health, happiness, and well-being. My mind is filled with gratitude for God's endless bounty. Thank you, God, for the air, food, and water that give me life. My mind is filled with gratitude for every person I meet. Thank you, God, for friends, loved ones, and coworkers. My mind is filled with gratitude for all my teachers. Thank you, God, that everyone I encounter is my teacher. My mind is filled with gratitude for all I learn day by day. Thank you, God, for showering me a mirror of myself, for showing me a mirror of myself. My mind is filled with gratitude for God's love and grace. Thank you, God, for my blissful connection with you. I now thank God for all this and so much more. Thank you, God, and so it is.
0: Wow. That's a wonderful um, meditation. Uh, uh, or affirmation, Uh, you know, there's obviously a heavy dose of gratitude. So it seems that you know, um, you know, when it comes to our, our mental health, you know, that we really kind of, when people are struggling with mental health, you know, gratitude um, sometimes isn't the first thing one thinks of. So, you know what I mean? And, you know, because if you're experiencing um, a mental health challenge, you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it, it's kind of you're in this this. Position of challenge and and that you're showing gratitude so i mean and and I understand that that going through that affirmation shifts the perspective from um someone who is challenged to someone who is gratefully empowered mm-hmm. at least that's what I think I get from that yeah. affirmation
1: absolutely. So, yeah.
0: Okay. Now, um, one of the uh, areas that you had is, is the one in um, the last part of the book, Unlimited Planet, um, you talk about um, there's a chapter Prosperous World and, and Prosperous Peace on Earth. Now, there was um, in that section, um, there was one um, reference that you um, give called the beam, and, yeah. um, when it comes to, um, a prosperous planet, um, I, I just found that one and I have never heard of the beam. <laughs> so, um, would you mind sharing with the listeners, you know, a little bit about that story and why you included that in the book?
1: Well, the beam is, uh, is a method that I learned from of someone that I encountered in my journey, (laughs) and he, I was very much impressed with his teachings and with his level of consciousness, and the beam is a way for us to benefit not only ourselves, but to really benefit the planet, and in fact, have, give, uh give out good vibrations to the entire universe. So, it's a – really, it's a meditative practice, and it's about creating an energy circuit that originates from the center of the universe and flows through you and back, and it's guided by divine intelligence. So, it's about um, allowing yourself to connect with spirit, to connect with the source energy, to connect with God in whatever form you believe that to be, and connecting with that source, allowing that to flow through you, and to bless everyone and everything in this universe thereby. So it's a powerful meditative practice, and I included it in the book because it is about making an unlimited connection to spirit.
0: And allowing
1: yourself to be of service by allowing God's infinite energy to flow through you without boundaries and to bless everyone and everything. So it's very powerful, and uh, I recommend people practice it. And it's in this book, Prosperity Meditations.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I like that. I you know went through and, and did the exercise and. Um, I found it very. I, I liked it. You know, I mean, I, I came out of it feeling, um, you know, peacefully, peaceful and and connected. I mean, it, that's a little subjective kind of evaluation, but but that's what I felt. You know, as, as a result of it, and um, that, I think that was a good one for people to to do as well. Um, so. I was going to ask you what the biggest secret is to an abundant life, but not secret. What what is the the, the biggest um, or maybe maybe the most basic uh, action or, or uh, kind of belief you know that that can lead to living an abundant life.
1: Well, uh, there's a reason why every one of the parts of this book starts with the word unlimited, because unlimited thinking, unlimited life, is what we, in order to create abundance, to have the idea that life is unlimited. There are unlimited possibilities in every area of life, and that we have the power to manifest Anything. So I've always believed, ever since I was a child, I've always believed that anything is possible and that it's possible to manifest anything that we set our mind to with enough determination and persistence and making a firm decision, an unwavering choice and decision, you can manifest anything. You know, it's really a matter of making a choice. Uh, people think they can make a choice, but all they have to do is make a choice. But that choice <laughs> has to be a choice that is, uh, that you're not going to waffle on. It has to be a choice that you are determined to manifest no matter what. And if you make choices like that, if you make decisions that are unwavering, and you do everything you possibly can to make that decision happen, to make it manifest in your life, you know, it will, it will eventually manifest. So, yeah. I'm really all about getting it done, making it happen. And making it happen doesn't mean sitting around with your eyes closed and doing nothing, although doing a meditation and doing affirmation and doing prayer, these are all great.
0: But ultimately, if you're going to manifest something in the physical world, you have to get out and make it happen. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the one thing that, um, you know, I think people uh, kind of forget to do. <laughs> you know, the idea of, um, you know, the action part. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, I, it's the, I mean, it's like, you know. Part, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of, I don't know, wicked into existence, you know, and, and not realizing that it has to come through the physical world and physical interactions. Exactly. Exactly. Your- <laughs> exactly. <I
1: know. laughs> exactly. I know
0: it's not. I'm not going to do so. Um, so, uh, you know, this this new year Would you mind maybe leading us on a um, a visualization um, to attract abundance? you know, uh, started in this new year.
1: Okay. Let's do uh, what's called the miracle-making visualization, which is in the book, uh, in the book, Prosperity Meditations. So uh, this is an introduction of whatever you place your attention on grows stronger in your life. Uh, rather than th- Rather than thinking about what you do not want, time thinking about what you do want, uh, focus on thoughts that bring positive change and abundance and uh, this visualization can can help you to do that and then go ahead and take concrete action like I was talking about so so here it is just uh, let's let's just get comfortable and close your eyes and take a big deep breath, breathe in. Let it go. Peace, peace, be still, be still and be at peace. Perfect peace, perfect peace, perfect peace. Be still and be at peace. Relax, relax, release and be at peace. Take a big, deep breath of relaxation. Breathe in and out. Take a big, deep breath of divine love. Breathe in and let it go. Take a big, deep breath of miraculous life. Breathe in and release. Now just relax and breathe normally. All things are created from formless thought stuff, which in its primal state permeates and fills the entire cosmos. By repeatedly projecting an imagined thought into this formless substance, it manifests physically. Now visualize this formless substance as a blank movie screen in your mind's eye. When you frequently imprint a crystal clear picture, photo, or movie image of a goal, upon which in mental, upon your mental screen, it materializes in physical form. So now, begin to form a single, clear, definite mental image of one goal that you wish to attain, one that aligns with your true purpose. Just form that single, clear, definite mental image right now. Focus solely on the idea or vision of that goal. Identify it as a precise picture or movie. Allow that idea to fully take shape and consume you. Take a few moments to hold a mental image of it. Then place it on your movie screen and watch it play out. Imagine yourself in the image or movie. See yourself fulfilling your goal, while at the same time, feeling deeply grateful that this desire, along with your other desires, is granted. Maintain a vital, sincere, deep, continuous feeling of gratitude for all the blessings of formless substance. Now begin to feel the emotions of that fulfillment. How does it feel to manifest your goal? What are you seeing, hearing? What are you feeling in your body, in your mind? Envision all these feelings now as you imagine your goal is fulfilled. During this process, if any negative thoughts, doubts, fears, or objections appear, do not resist those feelings. Allow them to bubble up. Then let them dissipate into the nothingness of what they truly are. Then return to seeing, hearing, and feeling yourself on the screen achieving your goal. Now imagine your heart flooded with the golden light of fulfillment.
0: And those light rays
1: connect your heart to the goal portrayed on the screen. Your heart is unified, merged, and one with your goal on the screen. You are in full accord with your goal and you are at peace. Now take a few moments to revel in the joy and celebration of attaining your goal. Whenever you can take a moment, spend time contemplating your vision and give earnest thanksgiving that your goal is achieved. Frequently envision your clear mental image coupled with unwavering faith and profound gratitude. Now it's time to return from this visualization. Just keep your eyes closed for a moment. And then... Uh, What I'd like you to do is just uh, pretend you're blowing out a candle like this, and do that four times. Then return to inward and outward balance, and open your eyes, and repeat audibly the following affirmation: I am alert. I am very alert. I am awake. I am very awake. I am inwardly and outwardly balanced. I am in control. I am the only authority in my life. I am divinely protected by the light of my being. Thank you, God, and so it is.
0: Yep. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, so did well. Thank you. That you know the one thing I, I love um, about your book too is that in that particular um, meditation the visualization, you also put a little helpers in there as far as recording silence. You know, and a, a thirty seconds of silence here, or ten seconds of silence there. So you really um, provides the detail, um, silence included. When, when it comes to these um, affirmations, and so that if you're recording it in your own voice, you know, then all the more better for a, an affirmation. So, well, Susan, yeah. I really want to thank you for your. I, I love, I love the book. It has a lot. It has a lot of meditations and, and affirmations that people can use. Absolutely,
1: uh, affirmations, guided meditations, mantras, and prayers, all in this book. Just.
0: There's tons of tons of them. Absolutely. Well, thank you for your time today. I appreciate you spending it with us, and and hope that you have no, that you have a wonderful and prosperous new year.
1: Well, thank you, and same to you, Robert. And thanks so much for inviting me to your show.
0: It's my pleasure. Again, everyone, today my special guest has been. Uh, Dr. Susan Chomsky, we've been talking about her new book, Prosperity Meditation, Everyday Practices to Create an Abundant Life. And again, you can find out more about Susan, as well as this book and her other books, by visiting the website, www.divinerevelation.org. And everyone, I want to thank you for joining us for this edition of the Bringing Inspiration to Earth.